Coming to you live, this is your MTG Action 4 News Team. Hello, this is MTG Action 4 News, your news team for keeping things fresh in the multiverse. I'm Mr. Carmen number 5, providing you new ways to lose your friends. Then we have Big Tuck, your breaking news source. Yes, and always remember what most people say to me when I'm four glasses of Giant's Milk in, and I ask them a question. What we got here is... Failure to communicate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what does that th- begin? That begins a song. It's like a Guns N' Roses song or something. Oh, I don't know. Anyways, yeah, there's that quote is definitely the beginning of a Guns N' Roses song about war and sadness. And all of that. I don't know. Screamy Geek getting caught up on Meta Traffic with the Weatherlight Report. Oh, I'm bringing you the beat on the street. Then we have the head of CMD Tower himself. Well, it looks like he fell asleep during opening day bobble ball and can't make it. Aced. Thank you for tuning into your number six source of Magic Gathering News. We are nominated for an Emmy Cruel MTGCCA.org. How many times? Twice? Three times. Three times. Nine times. Three times. Nine times. Nine times. Nine, nine, nine. Did you know that guy's a pedo? Totally busted, yeah. What? Terrible. Which, which guy? Jones, the guy from Ferris Jones, from Ferris Bueller, the and, like, and Beetlejuice, and uh, Devil's Advocate. The principal is Beetlejuice. Yeah, he's the uh, he's Catherine O'Hara's uh, husband. Like Christina Ricci's two parents who are weird. He's the husband of it with the mustache. No. Yes, his name's Jerry Jones. Look him up. He's not a good person. Well, everybody learned something yeah. today. Well, we're going to start off the top of the cast with not pedophilia with 40 life and a dash. Oh boy, we got we got a lot of. We, so here's the funny part: we should have a lot of room to cover here, but I don't think you and I have a whole ton to talk about. So I do have one I want to talk about that I do remember vividly. That's like that's like the we got lay the carpet. Right. Yeah. Well, so it was Big Tuck's going away party. Indeed, we had uh, Ultra Budget Brews from EDH Rec uh, coming scoundrel. to town. We had uh, T Coats, our video editor for Brews and Builds, coming also to a town. scoundrel. Yeah. Uh, and a bunch of our local players Gregor, Gregor, a whole my, lot of people. My brother Gregor show, managed to show up as <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Clegane himself, yeah. yeah. And uh, it was a lot of booze, a lot of pizza, a lot of wings. Yeah. And uh, Uncle AJ chocolatey treats. Oh, those were delicious. Oh, man. Uncle AJ hooked us up. Yeah, we had a, dried mangoes. There were chocolates. There was uh, crackers. And there dip, was and many dips I had. Yeah, dips. Yeah. Ooh. So I played eight or nine games this uh, fateful Saturday. And uh, I won one, but I'm not going to talk about a game that I won because uh, I did class. uh, Gosh. um, Want to say it was five times throughout the entire game. Blatant thievery. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's like the first one you did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. it was kind of gross. But I want to talk about a game that I don't do often. It's called the budget game, which means it's not a good deck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, second game of the day, I sit down with Ultra Budget Brews, Single Aaron, and Day 2 Forest Wong. Ooh, what a sneaky group you're going to play with there. Jeez. Yeah, well, I built this Azorius token budget deck. Like the night before, right? Yes, <laughs> the night before and the morning of, which was like Arvard Ooh, and, and the morning Sakashima. Of. So, it's all about having lots of creature tokens, and they all get plus one, plus four, but then Sakashima comes out, so they get plus two, plus eight. But I don't do anything with their butts. They're just big butts. I Nothing, yes. And I cannot lie. Yeah, we cannot lie up here in the CMD so, tower. Second game, I was like, I'm gonna play with this deck, and so I said, Hey, Oob, Ultra Budget Brews, 
I'm going to play a piece of trash deck. Are you cool? He's like, dude, I'm going to play a piece of trash deck. And I was like, fantastic. Yeah. Day two walks over. Oh, yes. And then we tell him like, hey, we're going to we're going to play very terrible deck. I, I believe you gave your super budget build to single Aaron, correct? Correct. Yes. Uh, but before that, Forrest sits down and he says, oh, well, I was building this. Uh, is it Nethroy? Netherol. Nethroll. Mutate. Yeah. Yeah. Mutate. Take stuff out of the graveyard. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So he was like, well, I was wanting to build this. So he literally did what Ultra Budget Bruce has now coined binder <laughs> bullshit. Oh, yeah. He literally went into his binder, just started grabbing random bullshit. Eventually <laughs> has a deck. I give single Aaron my budget. Oh, mid, this uh, is my favorite deck. thing ever. And uh, Forrest Day 2 Wong owned us throughout the <laughs> well, entire he did. game. I looked, I was, he was like, can I, t-? I was like, can I take a peek? So I just, I picked it up, looked right at the bottom, right? That was it. And just went and was going to put it back. And I got like 20 cards in and it was like, I, this is unreal. Like this is this is a functional deck. He's yeah. so good at strategy. I could give yeah. him my own terrible deck. He'd make no changes, and he'd do better with it than I can. Yeah, it was absolutely disgusting. He ended up winning. He just kept bringing out all this value, yeah. making us sacrifice stuff off our board, stacking us to death. Then he'd sack his commander, somehow have a billion mana to recast it and mutate it again. Of course, uh, it was just absolutely gross. But wow. it was the coolest thing to see. Multiple people, I guess technically three of the four decks there had some thought put into it. Yeah. Yet Forrest took 20 minutes and wiped the table. <laughs> and then, uh, Ultra Budget Brews also coined a thing that I think is really funny. Where I'd be like, hey, Oob, what do you think of this card in this deck? And it just goes, hot. The card is hot. <laughs> yeah, what a, what a great guy. Uh, All right, Squee McGee, any games you want to talk about? Oh, yeah, of course. I actually played games. Woo, I was woo. at said, uh, said going away party. <laughs> I'm so sad. Um, but Anwan got its first win. Whoa. Whoa. It's inaugural W in very wonderful fashion, too. I was very proud of it. I've been struggling with that deck to find how to win because you can't like just attack all game because you want to mill people, but you can't mill people all game because you got a bunch of creatures you got to attack. Right. And I have found it. Okay. It involves traumatize. Well, it in- classic. Yeah. It involves mnemonic deluge, and it involves oh. Sir Conrad the Grim. Well, that's just mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we were going around the table, and I got a. I can't remember one of the tutors. I think demon not demonic tutor. I don't have that one. I have the. Whatever one just came out in the new set, the black one. Vampiric Grim Tutor? Vampiric Tutor, I think. That's from Legends. The one drop? So you're talking about Commander Grim Tutor. Legends. No, 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 the one from Commander Legends. So Vampiric yeah, Tutor is the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyways, Vampiric Tutor. Went and got Sir Conrad. Put him on the board because I was struggling. Uh, T-Coats was wrecking all of us. Can't even remember with <laughs> what, but it was bang, just... Man. It was dirty. It just He had like three or four... 12, 12, 15, 15, 20, 20 creatures. They were all over the board and just absolutely murdered people. I love from a 12 power to a 20 power and multiples. Hey. It seems like you were just in a very scary No, no, no board I was describing state. different creatures of oh. his. Oh, he just had multiple yeah. 12s and 15s right. and 20s. Yeah, they were. Oh, that sounds yeah. awful. Right. It was terrible. Anyway, so myself, I believe uh, Ryan was there and then Tuck started in that game playing Marchesa. Uh, is that when he started doing the bounce around? And then he, he bounced idea. out. Australian Alex bounced in, had... No clue what that deck was meant to do. I remember him. He, he like looked through. He's like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing with this what? thing right now. <laughs> it's like a stock. Mar- Queen Mar- it's a stock Marchesa. Wait, was it Queen Marchesa or normal Marchesa? Your Queen Marchesa one, I believe. What is there else to do? You just ca- you get the monarch and then go from there. 
That's um, not really how people build yeah, Queen Marchesa. That's how you build Queen Marchesa. <laughs> yeah, because it fucking rules. <laughs> Odoyle rules. Oh, man. Anyway, so uh, Tico started going off. He was hitting everybody, pinging us all down. Sir Conrad was pinging everybody down as I was milling people slowly. Draw traumatized. Play traumatized the first time. Do it, I believe. First time. I believe first on, time. yeah, I believe on Tico's. So did half his library. That did like 16 damage or 12 damage, something like that. I got all of his creatures out. They all went to the graveyard and hit everybody for a bunch of damage. Had to wait next turn, draw Mnemonic Deluge. Don't have enough mana for it. Okay. So I have to wait two turns. So I go two turns. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be alive. There's no way that this is going to happen. Somebody's going to kill Sir Conrad. Somebody's sure. going to kill me. Uh, Tico's killed Ryan. Got the Mnemonic Deluge off. Played Traumatized three times. Targeted Teacoats, targeted Australian Alex, and targeted myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dumped out a whole bunch of rogues, wiped everybody else out, except for Australian Alex was at like three or four, and then Sir Conradded him with the milk. Yeah, <laughs> well, was, I, I'm not really even shocked. If you just leave Sir Conrad on the board for it's, multiple it's turns, it's like a kill on site almost, right? Yeah. yeah. It has to be, but yeah. Anyways, I, I think I played, yeah, I played Traumatized four times technically. It's so good. Sir Conrad is busted. Yeah. Busted. Uh, also, we played double-headed giant. They didn't want to talk about it, clearly, because they got Double-headed giant. Two-headed giant. called two-headed giant. So Whatever. Bitch. Same we thing. we lost. Yeah. Yeah. We got uh, trouts pretty good. Tico's and I gave him the business. Uh, what was Tico's playing? Kozilek? You were on my team. No, no, no it was no, us no, two no. versus no. those two. The first one. We no, did, uh, I'm yeah. talking about yeah. the three-person one at the end of no, the no, night. No, no, no. No, no. no two-headed giant. The first game was the CMD Tower crew. Oh, that's right. I don't remember that game. Don't remember it either. Yeah. I think I probably played Karametra. Yeah, you played you know. Karametra. I think you played. You played Reese. I oh, played, I played Azazon. Yeah, that's that was a problem. Long story short, Reese won the game. Divine intervention, a bunch of tokens, yep. killed him, and that was well. About it. Merry you know Christmas. What? You can't have an episode uh, on CMD Tower without yep, hearing about Reese. Hey, you brought it up this time. I think you brought up two and a giant. I did, but you brought up that I was playing Reese. Well, everyone has to. I didn't know. have to tell him that. <laughs> All right, Tuck, what do you want to talk about? Uh, so what do you remember? I, I did get a ton of games in. Um, <laughs> Better question. And first off, I want to give a big shout out to everybody. Big shout out to Mr. Combo for hosting and having a great for time. Sure. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you, everyone who contributed. I love you, too. Um, that's not what I said. What'd you say? I just said thank you. Oh, okay. Well. I point stands. I'm better. <laughs> uh, so, uh, also thank you for everyone who contributed to my extraordinarily generous going away oh, gift. Oh man, um, it's a real treat. I am for those playing the home game. I am going to turn Hazazon into a real deck because <laughs> I, I thought you were about to say I have listed them all on eBay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so In yeah, thanks everyone. Fashion, um, there's a, there's there's so many highlights from that day. I couldn't even remember. Um, I did get a win against Forrest with my Siona deck, which you'll be Whoa. seeing. I know he claims that he, I think I couldn't tell if he was softballing or not, but he said that he was baiting a counterspell and didn't have it. So I went infinite and uh. won. So you'll be seeing that in competitive month on this year on our alternative universe podcast. Um, I it was great playing with competitive month already happened. Yeah, we, we for sure did another one? Month. That was in January. Oh, yeah. I didn't have to do it. Oh, that's do you not remember? Oh. Well, actually, maybe he doesn't remember because he on. hated it so much. There was CEDH month. Then there was another. Isn't whatever. that competitive? It's, or maybe it's tokens. I don't remember. <laughs> we're talking about it on here somewhere. We'll sort somewhere in the time continuum. So, um, then, so that was a, that was a highlight. Um, playing that horrible three two-headed giant game at the late, at the end oh of the night. That was a mistake. Also kind of a highlight. I mean, you won with Will, though, right? I don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. You hey, you tell me, man. Combo, combo and I got killed out first. Yeah, and I don't know why. I mean, we were just playing life drained. I don't just playing cards. I don't just know. Playing, playing cards, cards out here. I don't remember any of that. Um, there oh, was. All I remember is Will being like, "Fuck 
you. When did Stuffy Doll come in? Was that early that and game? often? Because I was playing that version. Of, I was playing the Stuffy Doll deck, mm. and I think we cast that. Then that happened. Uh, um, also, there was a game where I almost won, and then someone killed me by like sort of accident, and then I would have won the next turn. So good on you, whoever that was. Uh, just a lot. Um, but the one I want to bring up is, uh, this is for our friends in Joplin in the course of two turns, they destroyed over three, $250 worth of cards. <laughs> and because I, my cabal covers got field of ruin. Oh, thought you meant actually. No, destroyed. no, 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 no. Like, uh, took like off the board. Up, I was playing my Tashira gave deck, it to which news. is, we'll just kind of go in there. Thanks for the cards for us. Um, I'm sure that 50 cents really put a big dick in your piggy bank. Um, they destroyed subsequently Cryptcast, Cage Sun, Cabal Coffers, and then Lake of the Dead in like two turn cycles. So, why that? How did that make you feel? Uh, not great, to be honest with you. Um, so, you know. If it but, makes you feel better, I had to forcefully discard a Wheel of Fortune. That doesn't, that doesn't feel good. I also walked into that day knowing that I just had a giant target on my head, so. By the way, uh, before we move on from 40 Life and a Dash, what was the deck that Garrett built to make you mad? He I was, never heard of it. So he was going to build, uh, wait, hold on, not, um, he was looking up, now he's looking down. The, the Goblin Spellslinger one, Wart, he was going to build Wart the Raid Mother, but it's Lando. Lando. Land destruction. Ew. Oh. Yeah. So it's all land destruction spells, and he was going to target I, I, every single one. Oh, that was a plan man. that they're going to okay. build on. I, I will say it. I would have liked to see that. God damn it, they didn't, they didn't have the cards, luckily. If we could have filmed that, oh. That would have made my day. Yeah. You all could have seen a big tuck blow up. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there was much pan or can punching. I think there was uh, a lot of... There correction, was a correction. You kicked a can off of the ground in a fit, and it hit Mr. Combo's TV and spilled down it. Okay. Don't remember that. You think you have that protection on it. You were there too. What, in the basement or, up, yeah, or outside? In the, in the basement. Oh, you kicked my TV in the basement? No, no, he kicked a can into your TV. Well, that doesn't make me feel Completely better. Completely different. <laughs> the, the only thing I remember is uh, we set the fire pit on the additional deck. Uh, we did not burn a hole in it, but Ugh. fire kept falling out of the top. I had so much anxiety when it showed up because one, the original fire pit was still over yeah. said hole. With, oh, with a bunch and of sticks it had in a it. bunch of sticks <laughs> in it. And I was like, you. Well, that's going to wrap up 40 Life in a Dash. <laughs> now to cover what's going on in your local multiverse, what's the plane chase? All right. Um, so this is on me. Uh, and I will freely admit this is not my best work. I'm losing my mind getting ready for this move. I've been sleeping great. Um, but we did, you know, we've talked about these sort of arts out there, right? So I believe we talked about the art of the deal, mm -hmm. the art of the steel, uh -huh. then the art of the deal. Correct. That's, that's, that's a stretch one. And this one's actually back on the real, real world. Real, real world. So okay. today we're going to talk about the art of the squeal. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And I, it's like cue, cue in the Joker being like, and I know a squealer when I see one. And anyway, so Funny quick story on squealer. So I don't know if any of you knew this, but when you go to a bar and get a growler, I've learned after working at Beerco for a while, some people come in and ask for a squealer. What? I'm just going to throw that out there. I thought it was about to be a sex story. Yeah, I was like, I don't like where this is heading. <laughs> well, maybe they are asking for a that's <laughs> like code. About this that girl that was nicknamed the Squealer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe that's maybe the code. Maybe. They actually want me to have sex with them, but they're asking for a Squealer. Oh, that's true. Growler, you, you look Australian. Right? I was gonna right? say you, you also do like pork. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, so this, the art of the squeal is something that we all, especially me and Mr. Combo, employ a lot. Mr. Because, Combo and I, sir. Thank you. Um, it's the idea of seeing something powerful or a person who you perceive as building powerful decks and letting everyone know about it, right? That we're going to talk about some some questions around there, but pretty much it's causing, the way I defined it is causing a ruckus knowing that someone or a deck is going to go off regardless of when and regardless <laughs> of people listening or not. Mm. Mm. So um, this could is you, a lot of that in our play. Could yes. you describe the ruckus? Uh, yes, it's mostly, oh, God, uh, you're this guy again. Grim monolith. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, here we go, guys. Like, what did I tell you? Uh, so, yeah, so um, I, you know, there, I don't know if there's a lot. I, I kind of want to get into the questions first, and then we can kind of talk about our personal feelings for it. So um, we have four questions, and the first question is, if you're trying to employ this art, which is usually supposed to be proactive in warning other people about what's going on, mm -hmm. when do you start the squeal? And the options are potentially turn zero Ooh. or even before what's before turn zero, Tuck. So I define that as you're not, you're in a group of people. You're at the urinal. <laughs> yes, <right>? exactly. <laughs> and you're like, Hey guys, by the way, Sir Nathan's decks are probably going to win or watch out. Day two long is going to everybody. <laughs> so, um, when do you, when Very do you guys, specific when, examples. Do, when do you guys like to start squealing on it? So Mr. Combo, why don't you take this one off? So honestly, for me, it depends on the deck and the player. Um, and so I would say since the start of the pandemic and less playing in person, our 40 life in a dash group has been more or less the same three or four players. So we've all kind of really gotten to know each other's decks and strategies, especially if it hoses the deck that you're trying to play. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think it really depends on how familiar you become with people like we've known Squee McGee to play his Reese deck for the last half decade sure. plus. I didn't bring it up again. Just pointing that out. Damn it. Yes. Uh, but we know what it does. And so like if it was just Tuck, Squee and two randos sitting at the table and Tuck can tell that they clearly have no clue what the deck's about to do. I can see Tuck being like, hey, guys, FYI, Squee's a scumbag. Right. And he's about to overrun you. <laughs> um, and, and I really think that's the best way to start doing the squeal is if you recognize the other players are maybe inexperienced in that deck strategy. And so it's like, hey, I'm not really just trying to win here, but I do want to make you aware. FYI, Tuck's playing Prosh. Mm -hmm. Prosh is yep. Groves. You yep. should kill Tuck first. Uh -huh. So you so you're going with the turn zero strategy. Uh, yeah. you, you start when you sit down and everyone has their deck chosen. And uh, I've on my own recognized the other players and understanding their understanding of that deck. Right. So if I sit right. down and one of them is like, oh man, Prosh, okay, I gotta be looking out for food chain. And he like, you know, they start kind of like talking. Yeah, right, right, right. It's like, okay, right. you, you know you what get, You get what's do. happening yeah. here. I'm right. not gonna say anything, but if it's just like, ooh, pretty dragon. It's like, oh, I gotta help this person mm -hmm. find Jesus. Agreed. Oh, sorry, sorry, Heliod. Right. Thank you very there, much. There it is. All hail Heliod. Um, <laughs> squee, how about you? When do you, when do you start the squeal? Uh, I'm the thinking squeal. Like, like maybe turn negative two. Negative oh. three. Oh, interesting. He's sending like, out those DMs. Weeks, <laughs> months, years in advance, depending on your group. Maybe you know somebody for a long time, and I've been talking shit for four or five years. I'm going to just build that thing, you know? Sure. Start planting the seed really early. Maybe, yeah, you're at the bar. You're having a beer with a couple guys, and they're like, oh, yeah, you want, we're going to play Magic later this weekend. And I'll be and like, squeak I was, out yeah. like, hey, have you ever met Mr. Combo? Yeah, <laughs> kill him. I'm dead on site. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, yo, oh, who's coming? Like, 
what kind of decks do you all have? And then just start start picking away, just little bits yeah. at a time, little bits at a time. Uh, then, by the time you sit down at the table, mm. your work's already done for you. You don't have to spend a whole lot of time raising alarms because everybody's, oh, he's talking about this guy, this guy. Yeah, it's yeah. already in their head. Um, Some MK Ultra shit. In my yes. head, uh, also, you can also start with the dinks and dunks again. on it as well. Is our alternate version of oh, drips and drabs. I have that written down, dinks and I've been waiting for a time and to dunks and donuts from Duncan. Are we in Boston? Boston, Boston. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I think that's right. Red Sox fan. I think it's hard. <laughs> I've, I've seen this employee no co-op. I've seen this employed multiple times, and I think it, the way it can be most effective because when I've gone into new areas, whether it be in Fort Collins. Uh, here we go. Hell you. I'm saving it for the next one. Um, or otherwise, you people immediately start jibber jabbering, right? Yeah. And being like, okay, this is this guy. Watch out for him. Like he's got mm-hmm. all these reserves, yep. cards, whatever. And I think to to both your guys' points, understanding that, but also knowing what the deck is and seeing that in person and then having someone else kind of let you in, let you know, that's a role that the squealer should definitely be playing. I have a question, real yes. quick, it's a very short one. Do you think that the natural groan that hits the table when anytime anybody plays a good card first turn, even like Soul Ring, it'd be like, oh, Soul Ring first turn, the whole table is like, oh, Jesus, what an asshole. Is that a squeal or not? I don't, I don't think know. so. Yeah, I think that's I think that's like a group think sort of thing. Okay, okay. A squealing thing would be like the first time we ever played with Duff, and he was like, land soul ring mana crypt mox opal and then something right. else yeah that's not like, that's hey not guys, cool yeah, this guy's a we fucker should pro- we should probably figure <laughs> this out turn yeah. six already exactly. jesus <laughs> so the next question kind of goes into that as well of like you know nobody likes nobody likes to uh beat a dead horse nobody likes a boy who cry, cries wolf i mean so, i don't like beating a live horse do you, exactly yeah, like when did beating horses come in i need style. i need that i need that rush do you feel like there's a limit to squealing when you kind of start going through that process and once you start identifying who you're going to be squealing against squeals McGee. Absolutely. Like, like, yeah. I, like I said in the previous question, you got to take this slow little bits at a time. You don't want to yeah. overwhelm people with this because once you overwhelm people with it, the rest of the table is going to get a little suspicious probably. So they're like, man, he's really like, maybe that's the only thing on the table that can stop him. So he's trying to get right, us to get rid right, of right. that or whatever. Trying, something to, like trying that, to do right? that little bit of metagame. So yeah, you got to, you got just a little bit at a time, you know, and, sure. and point out kind of like Mr. Combo said, and he accurately describes the way he plays is he does point out things that are happening and what they are doing. He may get a little more excited about certain points at certain times, facts but it's still data. facts. facts it's still data. facts. <laughs> Voice inflection does change a lot from one to the next, but <clears throat> it, it's just describing to people because a lot of people don't know. And I'll, most of the time when we're playing, we're drinking some and I'm in the tank and yeah. I'm, I'm not 100% the best at rules anyway. So, yeah, I probably won't know some rando combo that takes right, three or right. four cards that's about to show up. So I do actually appreciate that in some fact, because that does help glue the game together to be a little bit more competitive. Mr. Combo, your thoughts on the limits to squealing? Do not be annoying. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> Don't be annoying. So the note that I made, and, and I think this is very powerful to say to a community and not to your face. Magic players are awkward. Like, yes. A majority of us have awkward social skills and that's okay so it may be hard for you to pick up when you're being annoying i'm going to give you some hints here ladies and gents if you're being the squealer and you notice that everyone's ignoring you you say stuff and they just completely <laughs> turn a shoulder 
You're being that guy. It's been too, <laughs> yeah, too much. It's been too much. Like a stuck pig. Hey, if everyone's attacking you left and right, it also means you're probably being too much of a squealer. Yeah, the jig is up at that yep. point. They figured you out. And then lastly, if everyone's interacting with your board, even if it doesn't make sense, like disenchanting your swift food boots when you have no creatures, you're probably being too much of a squealer. Yeah, I completely agree. That, that, that was going to be my thoughts pretty much of you. It's... There's a quick turn from being the warden to being the night king, <laughs> if, you, if you will. Um, if you do kind of overly complain, people will just knock you out of the game so that you can stop and yeah. then you can storm off right. and smoke a cigarette or whatever. Uh, and then you don't get to play anyways. And, and every person, once in a while, yeah. that will make it where they don't necessarily even want to play with you again. Yeah, agreed. There are some people uh, in some groups I've been where it's like, oh, God, he's here again. Like, we're not going to get word in edgewise. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so again, a delicate balance there. Now, let's flip the tables. Ooh. So let's say that we there, let's say we have a known squealer, right? I'm not sure if we, I'm not sure if there's one in this play group, but I've had them in other places, right? Where they're very they it kind of gets to the point of like every game they're trying to do this thing, they're trying to tell you what to do, trying sure. to warn you of these sort of things. Stop telling me what to do, mom. What's yeah, exactly? <laughs> this isn't your deck, dad. Uh, so how do you deal with like that's called that's called like an oversqueeler. Sure. Right? Like they've taken the act too far. Mr. Combo, how do you deal with that sort of thing? Uh there's two ways. Kill them ASAP. Yep. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, just shut them up because you know what's better. It's the easiest way. Uh, <laughs> to shut someone up other than killing them in real life is killing them in the game. <laughs> and in spirit. Yes. And in spirit. I will destroy uh, your spirit. But there's, a, there's another way to do it. If you have any type of group hug aspect in your deck, give them all the benefits of the group hug. Because then what that'll look like to your other two opponents is... Oh, uh, Squeamy Gee's over here been bitching about Mr. Combo, but Mr. Combo just let him tutor a card. Right, Mr. Right, Combo right. just let him get a land. Oh, mm -hmm. he, he's clearly like being over dramatic yeah, about why, what's happening. Why did he? Why did Mr. Combo give him the Wish Claw Talisman when I could clearly make a deal with him? Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so it, it, it's, it's like all, that scene in in Ricky Bobby where he's like, "Why would the guy whose wife I stole apologize to me? <laughs> My head's in a pretzel." <laughs> But it, it basically allows you to kind of get your other two opponents to start to question this player because they are very well could assume that me, Mr. Combo, is like, well, he's the least of the threats that I have. And then it's like, well, if he's the least of the threats, why is he like screaming and yelling about yeah, Mr. Combo? Right, right. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, we need to focus on him. And then it kind of diverts the attention away from me onto the squealer. Therefore, he dies quicker. So yeah. I, I think that there's two ways, either kill them really quick or shower them with love, yes. hoping that it tricks your opponents into focusing their energy What's, on them. I believe the term potentially is kill them with kindness, mm -hmm. which Ooh. which in this format is taken literally squee <laughs> dealing with an dealing with a stuck pigger, if All you right. will. Uh, 100% agree. Kill on site. <laughs> um, if that's not possible, I'm gonna play devil's advocate here because I think it's interesting. I say get into a good old verbal battle. Just no. just do it right back. Just give them the same beef they're spelling out. It's just you are the threat. And then I come back and I'm like, no, you are the threat. I'm but not what even if they dealing come back with it. And this. then they say you're the threat. Right. And then you just get hostile and it gets elevated and more. And everybody gets uncomfortable. Everyone pulls out their butterfly knife. Right? And, yeah, and, and then the other two people are just like, all right, I'm going to take my turn. Any responses? <laughs> okay, here's all this stuff coming out. No, I, I think at least talk a little bit, chirp a little bit back, you know. Yeah, it, also, Ooh, chirp like that. 
explain the facts, explain what's going on, but do it a little bit nicer than they do it. Because they're going to mm, be chirpy yeah. and they're going to be, oh, this guy sucks and this guy's an asshole. Be like, yeah, I'm, I do have some powerful cards, but uh, I also see what you have going on over there. Yeah, and just sure. kind of point out little things so people start hearing that. Mm. Um, or I would, unless you want to start an altercation and then, you know. To fisticuffs. Fisticuffs. Yeah, I guess that's only, yeah, that's the only solution to that problem. Yeah, hey, I, no hitting the face. Well, I'm a model. <laughs> I know, this is all I got. If I don't got this, then I'm in trouble. Uh, yeah, so I agree with both of you guys. I think that one thing that I always try to do is point out and tell the person, like, hey, FYI, last game, like, we get it, right? But we're also here to play a game. So this is more if you're, like, in a personal relationship with a person as opposed uh, to just meeting someone randomly, uh, um, especially if they're kind of newer to the game. So, like, hey, shut the f*** up, Squee. Yeah, or just be, or just be like, all right, we get it, right? Are you done? You got anything else to say? No. All right, let's move on, right? Mm. Um, but yes, I do think that if it's someone that's, if it's someone that is constantly pointing this out, I do agree that it usually means that they really know what's actually going on, and they are doing a bad job of potentially hiding that they're about to win. Yeah. So I think you, I think kind of walking that line mm-hmm. of someone who is kind of understanding the audience of the squealer. Um, versus the squealies, if you will. Squealies. Mm. So, last question Sounds here. Like a terrible rollerblading like club. Sounds like also like oh, a squealies. Oh, like squealies, or we could sell squealies. I'm squee, and I don't know what the lees would be. Oh, the shoes. We'll have yeah. a picture of me with the the Healy wheel on it. The squealies. I don't, I don't think like, anyone wants to buy that. Oh, Whoa. you might be surprised. It's an equipment that is like millstones <laughs> for the <laughs> for the wheels. So, lastly, you know, I think, and I think the reason why I wanted to go through the questions before like us having this conversation. So it kind of leads into this last question. Um, do you feel that there is a shame in this game of the squeal? Do you feel like it's, it's a, uh, do you feel like it's bad form in uh in a, in a pod or, or otherwise And squeal? Why don't you, why don't you start this one off? You know, this is interesting. Had you asked me playing early on and I'm talking early on, like late nineties, early thousands, I would have said, yeah, terrible form. Shut the f- up. We're playing this game. We're going back and forth, and we play by the book. Like, counter, 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 <laughs> counter. If you play in the wrong turn order, there's no, oh, yeah, yeah, just rethink about it and do it again. It's, right. you played it wrong. That's my win. I'm in. Yeah, I'm this going, is how we're going. Right? Yeah. So we played like that, and part of me still has that, and I've, I've noticed when I play, I tend to just kind of sit back, sit tight, sure. maybe, something like that. Yeah. Um, where you don't say a whole lot. So I kind of like that poker face aspect of it. But I don't think in Commander it's shameful, no. Unless you go too far, like we've talked about, where you're just yep. starting to annoy and piss people off. But if you're just pointing out stuff that's going on in the game, it's a social format. That's the point of it when I was playing one-on-one. That's a different concept, right? You don't necessarily need to be social with your your other team. But you can almost have teammates in Commander, so you need to talk sure. back and yep. forth, let them know. It's like in basketball, if somebody's setting a pick, it'll be like, hey, they're on your left. Watch out. Yeah, pretty simple. Fair enough. I don't know. I don't know a lot about the bounce ball, but that does sound like something they would say. Mr. Combo to you. Is there a shame in being the squealer? Yes. Really? So interesting. Here's here's my thought on it. Obviously, our channel is more towards the commander uh, play group, uh-huh. uh, but you know we do talk about other formats occasionally. Usually, it's in reference of, well, maybe this is good in that. I don't know because I don't play it. Correct. Yes. Yeah. In, in my case, <laughs> I think, always. I think, always. I, think, I, think, I think we have been known to say that often. <laughs> but Commander grew from 60 card. Sure. Yeah. And one on one. 
And to my knowledge, and I've done some sealed events and draft events at GPs. Mm-hmm. Um, well, hell, we used you, to draft boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. Um, I'm pretty sure as I'm playing Duff or Day 2, I can't have Squee or Big Tuck on my left or right being like, hey, he's playing Dredge. <laughs> he's doing this in Gruel. I looked at his hand. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you don't have that. I'm 99% sure. Yes, that does track. So in theory, we should not have that in multiplayer formats either because it is on the opponent to recognize what the other person is trying to do. However, I do think there is a small segment of brand new player, Mm -hmm. younger player, um, and I think that's about it. Because I mean, pretty much young, (laughs) everybody else can suck. (laughs) Everyone else can suck it. Um, It's okay if they come up and they're like, "Hey, I just pulled this Garrett precon out of the box. I've this is my first game of Commander." Right. And if someone's playing like Thrasios and Timna, it's all right to point out like, "Hey, buddy, I just want to let you know this this is is what this deck's trying to do over here." This is a nightmare. You you either learn in Magic one of two ways: either you do the research on your own, or you experience it in a game. Correct. Right. So that's where. If you're a younger or inexperienced player, I don't mind someone else being the squealer to point out for them. But I'm going to be fair. If it's me, Tuck, Squee, and let's just go uh, Duff, I'm not really trying to point out what Tuck's trying to do with Nekuzar. Yeah, right, right, right. I think everyone should know what Nekuzar is doing. There's a, a collective knowledge at the table. And, you know, I, I may point out specific things that are just real bad, but I'm not going to be a spoiler sure. the whole game. Like, hey, guys, he wants us to draw a yeah, bunch of cards. Yeah, he's he's trying to burn us out. Yeah, don't, don't listen to his machineries and machinations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of where I sit on it. I think there is a shame in it. And the few exceptions are just if there is a newer player at the table, it's okay to help educate them because you're not so much squealing to your other opponent. It's more of... Hey, new guy! If you have a yeah. removal spell in your deck, that's a that's card a you want to get right. target. Let, yeah. let me help you get up to speed yeah. a little bit quicker. And I think I I agree with that as well, right? Especially as like in, when you're in groups as ingrained as ours have gotten, like right. even between us and the people in the quarantine battlegrounds and other yeah. content creators like Sir Brian and whatnot. Um, I think that kind of pushes the point, but I do think that there is there is a time for it when you know. Ultra Budget Bruce is a good example where he sits down he's like, I just brew budget decks, right? People are like, oh, he's probably not that scary. Then it's like, no, 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 listen to me. Like, he knows <laughs> I, what I he's doing. do decks he, like Torbrand. He, kno- he knows what he's doing and they're brutal. Yeah, so, they're awful. like, this is the time to talk. But I do agree um, overall that it is a, it is the art of any of the ones that we've talked about that is the most grating and the one that become that can become the most annoying and overused yeah. quickly. So, if you are going to try the art of the squeal, I'd recommend that you do it with caution. I also believe you will see that at almost every, every game. Yeah. And you should do it in the mirror to see what kind of disgusting person you are trying to become. <laughs> like it. Gotta always look in the man in the mirror. That mirror made man. Um, all right. Well, that's uh, the next round in the art of the Tuck series. Kicking it back to Mr. Combo. Well, that's going to wrap up. What's the plane chase? Now in that last segment, Squee dives into those creative juices with the weather label. Weatherlight Report coming to you live from Weatherlight Chopper 5, freshly minted in Kansas. Uh, It's a beauty chopper, I tell you. It's a gorgeous little thing. Um, Is it sponsored by Pantene Pro-V? Well, Mm. I'm not. I would like that. I need some. I have this long hair. Shampoo's not free. Come on, guys. uh, I'm going to give a quick shout out to my cousin who doesn't listen to this. Monat. (laughs) (laughs) 
Man, what a thing that would be. Pantene Pro V sponsoring a Magic the Gathering podcast to gain a segment of hey, people that I mean, don't. That could be the next if, secret layer. If you had it in T-Codes instead of me, then everyone here could use it. I mean, just like me, like a group of dudes that don't wash their hair very often, it's a growth market. There's yeah, a there lot of potential Ew. here. Think about it. Hair growth. Pantene Pro V. Send me all your shampoo. I'll use it. Um, anyways, I'm talking partners today. Oh, yeah? Ooh. They're new partners, but they're not very much used. So... Ghost of Ramirez de Pietro. Mono blue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Tormod the Desecrator. Interesting. Ooh, Demir. Okay. Yeah, a little bit of Demir. I wanted to talk about Demir. It's a very hard thing to find on EDH Rec with decks under 200 because sure. Demir is pretty gross. Agreed. So here we go. Uh, Ghost of Ramirez de Pietro. So two colorless and a blue legendary creature spirit pirate. It's an uncommon. Ghost of Ramirez de Pietro can't be blocked by creatures with toughness three or greater. Whenever Ghost of Ramirez, or damn it, they're going to test me on this name. Whenever Ghost of Ramirez de Pietro deals combat damage to a player, choose up to one target card in a graveyard that was discarded or put there from the library this turn. Put that card into its owner's hand. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I see and then, so Tormod is whenever one or more cards leave your graveyard, create a tapped 2-2 black zombie creature token. It has partner as well. So four two. It I also mean, has it, some flavored text. Ooh, uh, it, it does. does. Uh, what's what's the wheel say? Uh, I am pulling that up right now. Okay, good. A new one. Uh, this is Dovin, the second coach from the Water Boy that speaks in the unrecognizable <laughs> Louisian accent. <laughs> All right, let me get my uh, country on. All right. What was the prosecutors for this? Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I'm actually shocked that there's enough decks of these two on ED, uh, like built in real life to reflect being in the top 20 that on actually, EDH it actually exists. Really? Yeah. How, what is the total number of decks that are on these 84. two? 84. Okay, that's what oh, I thought. Okay. I was like, there's no way there's a bunch of these. That's, wow. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just surprised <laughs> it's there, period. Clearly, they're missing that tapped out market. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> I love tapping uh, out. Anyway, so this is going to be an interesting one. Uh, really, you're trying to get stuff into your own graveyard, pull it back to your hand, work some shenanigans with cards that are fun to do that with, and then it's going to have this zombie sub-theme. Okay. Because ideally, you're going to be pumping out a bunch of 2-2 two -two zombies. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot to work with in zombies, so let's get going. I'm here for it. Uh, so first card I wanted to talk about is a very meat and potatoes card on two aspects, though. I like it for that. Deranged Assistant. So, one colorless and a blue. Creature human wizard. It has tap, mill a card, and then add a colorless. Oh, one, one. okay. So, it gives you a little mana. Also, gives you a little fuel for your deck to get going. So, you can build up, get your other commanders out there, and mill some cards all at the same time. So, you can start getting stuff into your graveyard. And one thing I'll say about this card. It's only in 2,200 decks that can run blue, which is 1% of decks that it can run. Mm -hmm. This needs to be a standard in Demir. Because Demir yeah. is all about the graveyard. And... You know, I always feel bad when I play my zombie deck and Gisa and Geralt come out. You know, of course, the uh, brother-sister love triangle. Yes, I was just going to say. <laughs> um, and the it's like, couple. you know, they have stuff go to the graveyard that I can't recur. And I'm like, oh, man, that's like terrible value. But at least something like this, you're tapping it. You're getting a mana for the card you mill. Right, right, right. So even if it is something that maybe you don't want to have milled, you at least get something out of the bargain. Mm -hmm. I yeah, do like right that. Uh, Tuck, I need the wheel again. This one has quite... Okay. A large flavor text. Wheel going. We have uh, fortune. Oh, uh, Gingy. This is Jessica, the gingerbread for a man from Shrek. The oh God. This is like almost a paragraph yeah, of a gingerbread lot. man. 
All right, what am I doing here? Not my gum. All right, no. <laughs> no, just a slurry dispensers. No, fetch more corpses. No, quit crying. Give me your brain tissue. If he doesn't stop being so rude, I'm quitting. <laughs> yeah, good. It's good. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there yeah. it is. Yeah, there it is. This that is was the best, easily the best new bit since Wizard. That Harry. was actually good flavor texture with mouth. that too. I got, I got to say, gnarl in in the uh, gingerbread man voice. Not bad. Yeah, you can you can tell you can you can hear his strife. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to move on to a little bit of OCD with Obsessive Stitcher, which, as far as I can tell from the artwork, is an old lady that likes stitching bodies, which is weird. Uh, Anyways, one Carlos Demir creature, human wizard. It's an uncommon from M21, and I believe I misspoke there. It's a wizard, Harry. Uh, Oh, correct. Thank you. Draw a card, then discard a card. Beautiful. Draw a card, get something out from your hand into your graveyard, just get some more fuel in there. And then it has two Demir taps, sacrifice, obsessive stitcher, return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. So this is just a, a rigmarole because you tap, sack at this, go return a card to the battlefield, use your commander's yeah. ability, bring this back to your hand, play it again, do it again. So this is just all sorts of value all day long and only costs three to get out on the board. I think it's a great fit and it's a zero three as well. Especially it because has flavor text. Oh God. Yeah. All of these have flavor. Text. Oh, except for the last one. All right. Nice. Uh, what what's the wheel say? Uh, the wheel. This is Liliana who is read by Angelina Jolie from Beowulf. What? <laughs> think of like a sexy snake creature <laughs> in Angelina Jolie's nondescript, <laughs> non dialogue, non diegetic voice. <laughs> wow. This is going to be a stretch. <laughs> just, just commit. Just commit. <laughs> No one is as dedicated to perfection as a stitcher working in their latest masterpiece. I mean, that fit it right I've on the I've never head. seen Beowulf, so I have I no have idea. Not, I haven't seen it either. Oh, I know you cowards. I'm, I'm going in blind here. So I think one thing that I really like about these last two, this card versus a lot of others, is you get to choose what to discard, right? So if you have like yeah. a big yep. meaty creature in your hand, you can already set it up for the next turn. It also says draw a card, then discard. Correct, so you can right. discard what you yeah. draw. So you, so. Yeah. It's kind of like the whole benefit behind Brainstorm. Being right. able to like see and then have the choice of what of, you're going to put of back. what to put back and, yep. what to, and what to pull out. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I like it. All right, next one. We're getting into a bit of a zombie sub-theme here. I wanted to talk about the next two are going to be zombie-related, so this one you probably heard of. It's, uh, it's I think, decently played in zombies, so Diagraph Captain. Uh, one colorless and demir creature zombie soldier. It's an uncommon. Has death touch. Other zombie creatures you control get plus one, plus one. Whenever another zombie you control dies, target opponent loses one life. And there's flavor time! Yeah, 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 yes. yeah! And we are looking at Nicol Bolas as a pompous British man. All right. What I, I got to like channel my Snatch, but Snatch is all not pompous people. Right, yeah. Kind of. Some of they're them all are pompous. Co- they're all copying. No, some of them are pompous. Like, think like Bricktop. Oh. <laughs> right. So that's Australian, mate. No problem. That's <laughs> yeah, the same thing. It's just, a prison, it's just a prison colony. Though its mind has long since rotted away. Wields a sword with deadly skill. So honestly, that voice just reminds me of uh, someone that would be in a Jane Austen novel. Jane Austen? What does she do? Like Pride and Prejudice. Weathering Heights, I believe. Read Very. a book, Squee. <laughs> no. How does you, you, someone who never reads. It's functionally illiterate. Literate. Don't worry, we actually had to do this bit again, and so I Googled it. <laughs> no way. Are you serious? <laughs> I literally typed in romantic British oh, novel. Oh, God. Oh, you, oh. you cheater. Yeah, okay. I see where you're getting. I see what you you're getting. You see my game? Yes, I see what, I see uh, what you're getting. Uh, on the, on the, the, the DL, 
I like this card. I just wish it wasn't target opponent. I don't know why yeah, it's not yeah, each opponent. Yeah. For three mana? Like, come on. Give, yeah, throw I, me a bone. I feel like Dark Ascension... I think Ascension, with the other ones that are already out there in black, it might have been able to be a little too stackable. But it has to be in blue all, as well. That's true. That and is true. This, this came out in Dark Ascension, which was really old, before Commander was such a big format. So I think now they've wisely eradicated it to be like more multiplayer. Mm. Or like they've change this sort of mechanic to be like that. Now, if it said each opponent, it would have to be a rare... Maybe mythic? No, it wouldn't have to be a mythic. No, yeah. Rare, a mythic, I, a I mythic's kind of pushing it, but yeah, I could see it as a rare. Either way, it's a very strong uncommon. I was yeah. about to say, yeah, an, un an uncommon with three good abilities yeah, in tribal. It is, it is that would be pretty hard, gross. Hard considering it does see playing 4% of all decks that run blue and black. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think it's a semi-Demir staple. Ooh. Um... All right, last one here. Or sorry, Gem Palm Polluter. Creepy artwork. Oh, yeah. Old card. Five colorless. One black creature zombie. It's a common. Has cycling two black. Discard this card from your hand. Draw a card. When you cycle Gem Palm Polluter, you may have target player lose one life for each zombie. Oh, that's kind of good. Yeah, that's really good. And then in this deck, oh, it's so good because you cycle it. Bring it back to your hand. Cycle it. Bring it back to your hand. Cycle it. Bring it back to your hand. Over little, and over and over again. A little uh, Rube Goldberg machine, yes, as they yes, like to call indeed. it. And also a little bit of uh, Danny Arizzo. You need to go see a therapist. Yeah, this artwork <laughs> is, is horrifying. Very yeah. terrible. I don't, I don't quite know. I'm scared. <laughs> Do you think this is like, this looks like a smaller version of that weird ghoul that's coming over on the Dark Ritual from that era? It has like the creepy hand going over the building. Oh, I think it has those same kind of creepy fingers. And he, yeah, and he does have. I thought for a second. Wait, does he have multiple hands? What's yes, one of he those? does. I see three. Okay, that is a third hand. I didn't know if it was like an extension of a palm. And we're not referencing a penis. Yeah, just <laughs> this is not penis talk yet. Uh, also, his chest looks like a weirdly sewed together football. Uh huh. So what we're saying is that this is John Madden in the Magic Universe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> This is Tom Brady playing in his 147th Jeez. year. <laughs> Retire already! Zombie, zombie Brady. That's good. That is good. Actually, it'd be Zombrady. Oh, oh thank you. There Very, it is. Well done. Well Hashtag Zombrady. Coming at credit, you. Credit where credit is due. All right. Well, I think this could be interesting. I don't know if it's going to win a ton of games, but it would be fun at least to give it a shot. And I think there's some, some especially with a lot of the, the more known zombie cards out there, you yeah. could probably build a pretty decent case on Tribal to keep you afloat while you're trying to do your rigmaroles and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um... So it could be interesting. Give it a shot. There's only 84 decks. Both the commanders cost a penny for both, <laughs> right? So you can get a deal on that. Or talk to anyone who cracked open a Legends box. They probably have, have right? Yeah, exactly. You could probably go to your LGS and they would just give them to you because they're like, we don't have And they storage. won't just give you normal copies. They'll give you the yeah, X-Foils. <laughs> oh, wow. Anyways, I, I like it. I think it'll be fun. Uh, I'll kick it back to the Action 4 News Desk with Big Tuck and Mr. Combo. Thank you for staying with us. And as always, remember those great giveaways from CMD Tower and Level 1 Game Shop. We're retweeting, subscribing, following, liking, sharing, and hey, placing hey. orders through level1gameshop.com. Another way to support us is over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash cmdtower. The reward tiers for all the budgets, there is a way that you, the collective, can help. If you'd like to get our swag, head over to our store, cmdtower.com slash merch. We sell playmats, sleeves, reminder tokens, coins, limericks, you hopes, know, hopes uh, and dreams, hopes and dreams, mm -hmm. uh, just not refundable for a million dollars. I'll get a tattoo on my left butt cheek. 
anything you I, want. I'll do that for five hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's my knife. Then I unlock the rest of them. Wow. You can stay in touch with your MTG Action 4 News team by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and our website, CMDeek. You can communicate directly with your team at CMD Tower, at Mr. Carmen 5, all spell out except for the five, at Dear Squee, at Big Tuck Tweeting, for your MTG Action 4 News team. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good power. <laughs>